can a handful of people on a leaky boat really save the world? Can mortal men and women really fight for the fate of humanity and for the world? That's the question that is asked in the film magnum opus, Mortal Kombat from 1995 from the director Paul W.S. Anderson. And today we're gonna look at that movie as well as the new Mortal Kombat movie that just came out. I'm joined today with, as always, my partner in crime, K.R. Brooks. Hello. And one of my best friends in the whole wide world and fellow Mortal Kombat enthusiast, Connor Clark. How's it going, man? That's great to be back, Nate. Hell yeah, it's great to have you back. So everyone, uh, we hope you're ready for a blood-soaked good time. I hope you're ready to get <laughs> toasty. We're going we're gonna to down forward high punch the shit out of you as we break down <laughs> Mortal Kombat 95 and 2021. This is Those Who Remain. Before we get into Mortal Kombat 2021, we're going to preface this with a spoiler alert. We're going to spoil the fuck out of this movie. We're going to talk about who lives, who dies, who might come back in future sequels, all that stuff that you don't want ruined for you before getting into a Mortal Kombat movie. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, pause this shit, go see it in a theater, or watch it safely from your home on HBO Max until the end of the month, and come back here and check out Mortal Kombat. It has begun. <laughs> No, now you can scream Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Mortal Kombat! <laughs> I'll just rip that off the internet, dude. That's easier. Wasn't it, wasn't it down forward low punch? Everyone has some, well, some special move. I think true. actually down, down Do forward high punch is actually graffitied in the background of a shot in the new movie. I thought that was pretty cool. It's, yeah, it's oh, Sub-Zero. So, yeah, man. it's his uh, freeze move. That. Freeze move, yeah. Oh, man. So, so yeah, guys. The, the original... Kombat. The original movie came out in 95, uh, directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. Give me just one second, guys. I'm sorry. I didn't have the IMDb pulled up. Oh, yeah. Well, I think it's always important to point out, too, that uh, I was only four years old when this came out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was seven, six, seven. We were definitely old enough to watch this. Did you see it in the theater, Kev? No. 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 Nope. I actually probably didn't see Mortal Kombat until, like, which is weird because I, I mean, I grew up playing this game. Um, you know, we had them for like Super Nintendo and Sega and shit like that. So yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know why I didn't see it till like way later. I feel like yeah. I mean, I, I caught it on video. My parents didn't take me. I was four, but yeah. I mean, I grew up always knowing that song. Mm-hmm. Always love, loving oh, the original definitely. movie. And the original movie is kind of crazy because Mortal Kombat, the arcade games are known for being, you know, ultra bloody, ultra violent, especially known for those fatalities and everything. But the original movie is PG-13 and there's not a whole lot of blood in it at all. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it's kind of cool that we all were able to watch it as kids as opposed to the new movie, which is hard R. And like, there's no way oh, I'd, yeah. let, I'd let my kid watch that, right? Um, but he's he's watched clips of the original movie and he thinks it's kind of funny. He thinks all the kung fu is cool and everything like that. So, yep. um, but the original one was produced by Lawrence Kasanov or Larry Kasanov as he's known, and he was a big producer. Um, I'm not really sure what he's up to nowadays, but he, he I think he produced T2 and he was like a big force in the 90s. And he saw the arcade uh, the, the original game 
in the arcades and he was like holy shit we can make so much money off of this and <laughs> yeah. he he went into midway and was like i want to take mortal Kombat, and not only do i want to do a movie but i want to do like a saturday morning cartoon i want to do like a dance live show i want to do like you know all kinds of kind of goofy shit and they laughed at him and they're like dude mm -hmm. it's mortal Kombat's not going to make any money <laughs> and then um eventually uh, do you guys remember Acclaim, that yeah. video game oh, yeah. company? Yeah. So Acclaim got the the home rights for the for the consoles for Mortal Kombat to adapt the arcade port to the Super Nintendo oh. and SNES. So uh, Acclaim was the one that's like, we're going to do this commercial. We're going to pump millions of dollars into it. This kid's going to run out into the street corner and yell Mortal Kombat, and everyone's <laughs> going to follow him. And I think the game came out, they called it Mortal Monday in the advertising, and it was this huge this huge fucking big deal and it basically catapulted mortal Kombat, which is like a sleeper hit into a into a massive blockbuster so that's when kasanov comes in and uh he he swoops back again and he's like okay guys now will you take me more seriously now that you've made some money off of this and they're like uh -huh. oh, all right <laughs> and they, they basically workshopped the movie and um they got paul ws anderson who everyone now you know kind of widely hates because of what he did with the resident evil series mm -hmm. uh, i guess love him or hate him i actually don't mind his movies um but he was the director for this one uh, he had made one movie in england for not a lot of money and basically everyone's like oh he's this cool hip british director who likes mortal Kombat, so let's let him do this and he he totally got the vibe i think and he totally captures that spirit um, even though they don't have the blood. So um, yeah. essentially what I like so much about this original movie is that it's a real simple story. It's just three normal people. You got uh, Liu Kang, who's a Shaolin monk who has fled the temple in fear of his responsibility of Mortal Kombat. And he's living in America when his little brother dies and he has to go back. You, uh, you got Sonya Blade, who's basically looking for Kano, this Australian uh, mercenary who killed her partner. And you got Johnny Cage, who's this egotistical Hollywood actor who no one takes seriously. And he basically wants to regain his reputation. So um, they're thrust into this tournament that happens once every generation. And um, basically... You know, there's all these different realms. Earth is one of them. There's this this barren wasteland called Outworld, where Shang Tsung and the Emperor Shao Kahn live, and they've won nine Goro. tournaments. Yeah, Goro, the Shokan <laughs> Prince, and um, they've won nine tournaments. And if they win this tenth tournament, Out, uh, Outworld can absorb Earth Realm and enslave humanity. So, you know, basically, don't want that. Yeah, that, that's bad news. And they are being kind of guided along the way by uh, Raiden, who's, in in my yeah. mind, amazingly played by Christopher Lambert. <laughs> Man, one of the best so characters ridiculous. ever. It's so funny. His voice yeah. is like, like three people. Yes. <laughs> on a leaky boat, precisely. <laughs> um, but it's it's like iconic. Um, a lot of people think he's miscast, and a lot of. Um, you know, a lot of people love the new movie because they they cast like mostly Asian actors in, in mm -hmm. the, the roles. Have an Asian Raiden for the yeah. first time ever, which yeah. is which is confusing because in yeah. the games Raiden goes all over the place as far as like where his background is and how they portray him. Yeah. So he's a like god. So yeah, I, mean, I did a, totally think it was somebody else. Or like, immortal, to be fair, I thought it was like Raiden's cousin or something. In the new one, until they yeah, until they finally said his name because it was now an Asian uh, actor all of a sudden. Yeah. So 
it, so I, it was a little jarring to have to like reimagine a character in my head mid You're used to Christopher Lambert. You're used, <laughs> exactly, you're used to Highlander. Yeah. But I liked that in the new movie. But um, it's just hard yeah. to shake. It's like Anthony Hopkins is Hannibal. And then you see the new guy and you're like, oh, I don't mm-hmm. know. Right. So, um, yeah. But yeah, so the original movie um, is basically like, so that's the setup. And then once they get to Shang Tsung's Island, the movie's basically just a bunch of fight scenes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, uh, Liu Kang fights a guy with a staff and then at the end of the fight you see Shang Tsung can suck up people's souls <laughs> and then you see oh uh, that was rough yeah you see Sonya fight Kano and she uh, is able to kill him with her classic uh, handstand neck break move yeah uh, Johnny Cage fights Scorpion and um, you know it just basically boom 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 kind of uh, sets up these scenes and then every once yep. in a while there's a scene where people talk it's just uh, like the video game yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much. Fight, fight, yeah, fight, much, fight up yeah. the tower. So, yep. I mean, yeah, they get it. And you're going up the tower, and then every once in a while, there's like a little block of dialogue that gives you some backstory. And um, it ultimately leads up to Liu Kang kind of having to own up to to who he is. And, you know, he doesn't want to accept that he's the chosen one or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's really the structure of the original movie. It's, it's really lean. I think that movie's like 90 minutes. Yeah. Yep, just straightforward action. Get a couple drinks in during the that time frame and just enjoy it. Like that's <laughs> yeah. what it was meant for—just a slap fest. Mm-hmm. Does it say I gotta wonder case? who was uh, who directed the um, the fighting. Who was the fight director for the original? Uh, for the original one, uh, the the actor that played Liu Kang, Robin Shu, he's the assistant fight director. Oh, let me, let that's me, cool. Oh, okay. Let me look up who's the primary one. Because I'm I'm really curious if their fight choreographer was somebody that has worked on more traditional like samurai films. Because I I think that you're really onto something. That the first one was not gory. It really is like a lot of those classic samurai fights where. It's, you know, clean hits, clean blocks. Everything's real fast-paced, and then somebody's, like, laying dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the new one kind of took a turn from that. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Pat Johnson. But I, yeah, Pat Johnson. Is, uh, is the credited choreographer. And uh, What see. else has he done? Is that, is that correct? I hope that's right. So, uh yeah, like and and Robin Shu plays Liu Kang helped out. So and and like he's totally he comes from you know that sort of like action cinema school where it's like he does all of his own stunts and uh, Robin mm-hmm. Robin Shu I forget what scene it is I think it's the reptile fight but where he it, like he lands on his rib cage dude really cracked his fucking ribs oh and um so every time anyone else on the set complained they're like well Robin cracked his yeah. ribs what's what's your problem and then they're like oh fuck you so um yeah like they everyone was really into it and even uh what's his name Lyndon ashby who i think he's awesome as johnny cage he's so funny um he he did a lot of his own yeah. fight scenes uh bridget wilson who plays sonia she was actually originally cameron diaz uh but cameron diaz broke her wrist training so she had to get replaced at the last second oh, by bridget yeah. wilson oh, but she, I mean, she didn't have a lot of time to train, but I think she does really good for, you know, the time that they gave her and everything. And I think she, I, I mm-hmm. like her. She kind of uh, retired from acting to to uh, raise a family and just kind of retire, you know, get out of the spotlight and everything. So I can't blame her for that. But at least she did a bunch of awesome movies in the in the 90s first. Yeah. 
Right. It's like um, Mortal Kombat, Billy Madison. She's in I Know You Did Last Summer and uh, yeah. I'm sure a bunch of other ones. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I lost my train of thoughts. Oh, so we got to mention Goro as well in, in this movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, the best part. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> from from what I gather from just all the behind the scenes stuff, that Goro suit was a huge pain in the ass. Didn't and, they uh, cost him like a million dollars? Yeah, they said it was a huge chunk of the movie. Yeah. And that, like it, it took a bunch of people to operate because it was like, you know, right. basic, that thing is basically the last uh, last gasp of animatronic effects in movies i think because like after that i think it's all kind of like digital stuff but that that one was like no no this is a guy in a suit and we're gonna have people controlling the eyebrows and the mouth and stuff and like there's no real digital enhancements so to speak which is funny because they had like you know reptile was all digital he's like he looks like an n64 like yeah yeah. and like every time scorpion like Uh, his fucking thing came out of his hand and it was also like living yeah (laughs) like a really weird like at that point i think uh the the lore wasn't like like as as deep as it is now like it's not Mm -hmm. like oh scorpion was this uh guy who led this this uh clan that got murdered and um you know he was like a a human with like a wife and a child and stuff so like i think the director was able to take a lot of liberties with shit and be like what if it was like a living (laughs) pterodactyl beak yeah right (laughs) whatever that is you know Uh, i always thought that was weird awesome in the the new movie oh yeah man yeah, they like don't put him in that much of the movie just so you don't get burned out on yeah him. yeah it's like the joker in dark knight he's in the movie like the perfect amount or like you yeah because if you and they it. they nailed his catchphrase just perfectly i mean we were all sitting there just like begging for him to say it <laughs> and yeah. when he does y'all just cheer and it was oh they they earned that one which that was the only bit of English he spoke in the entire film, which was yeah. cool. It's like oh, yeah, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Yep. I think people would have thought it was weird if he said, get over here in Japanese. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, yeah. That's not, that's not the way I like it. <laughs> I think that's literally, like, literally the only reason he says it in English is because people would have gotten mad if they would have had it yeah. in Spanish. Or, it wouldn't uh, have landed anywhere in Japanese. Well, well, there's like all those, th- like those staples throughout Mortal Kombat that like, you mm-hmm. have to do in a movie. Oh, you know? yeah. You have, yeah. like, there's so, it's such a huge and loyal fan base that it's like, yeah. you better yeah. fucking say, get over oh, here. And you better say, oh, fatality and flawless <laughs> victory. Yes. Right. Oh, exactly. Flawless victory. Yeah. They, oh, that, I did not see that coming. And oh, yeah. I, oh, I love that one. Too. And, and uh, with, Beautiful. Uh, with MK95, they do the same thing. It's like when the first time uh, someone gets killed, I think Shang Tsung's like, flawless victory. But it wasn't oh, a flawless yeah. victory, though. And no, it's not. They say it wrong in the movie all yeah, the time. That's like, what made me mad. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that wasn't a flawless victory. Yeah. <laughs> Especially at the, like at the end of the movie when Liu Kang kills Shang Tsung, he uppercuts him on the, uh, into the into the, the pit. Yeah. And he goes, flawless victory. He's like, dude, you, you got your ass whipped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. Not flawless. Just, that was not flawless at all. So, <laughs> you were in the danger zone right before you landed that last blow. Exactly. The part where it goes, ding. Yep. <laughs> Like, oh, um, but I don't think any of the movies have the guy going toasty. But no, that, that, that's oh. a little bit too weird of a reference to have in a movie for. Well, there, there's going to be three sequels, so they'll they slip might, in somewhere. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I wonder if they're still going to call Sub Zero Noob Cybot in the uh, in the sequel mm. when he gets resurrected. Well, yeah. yeah, I guess it got depends on how he comes back. 
I hope so, man. I think his his other name that he goes by is like Renemra, which is kind of weird. So, mm-hmm. man, I like. I think in the MK universe, there's like sixty. Just to keep eight. it Sub Zero. No, <laughs> yeah, well, right. his, his his little brother comes back, and he's the good Sub Zero. Um, oh. With the scar on his face and stuff, so he's trying to like reclaim the Lin Kuei legacy and everything like that. And uh, like Noob Saibot basically thinks he's a, he's he's a bitch. He's like, man, like, what are you doing? Yeah. You're you're soft. And he's like, what no, a man, noob. I'm, I'm trying to, yeah, what a noob. <laughs> and that's actually kind of one of the cool things about the game is, is seeing new Sub Zero and and Scorpion kind of squash their beef and kind of come to terms with each other. Because like mm-hmm. uh, Hanzo's able to like resurrect his family and everything like that and resurrect the the Shirai Ryu. So he's like, dude, let, let's put it beside us, man, or behind us. Like I know that was your brother that did that. So it's kind of crazy seeing him go from being like worst enemies to being best friends. Brotality. Yeah. I liked in the oh. new. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> on to something there trademark that real quick Nate I think someone <laughs> else somebody beat you to it probably <laughs> mm-hmm. I liked how they actually had a story in this movie in the new movie whereas the other like the yeah in the 95 version they were just like mindless you know it like sets them up it it just sets up the story really fast oh you mean Sub-Zero and Scorpion yeah yeah uh, yeah because in the, in the original yeah, it's beautiful. like all they get in the original one is like that intro scene on the boat, which is pretty badass. But then uh, Shang Tsung's like, they are the worst of enemies, but they're slaves under my control. Yeah, and you're no, like, oh, okay, no, I guess they're okay. friends, <laughs> or I guess they have to work together begrudgingly or whatever. But yeah, the new one, um, like, because like basically they, with the Mortal Kombat storyline, they got it to a point where they had to resort to time travel with MK9. And then they really fleshed out the whole Sub Zero Scorpion feud right so the the new movie takes a lot of its cues from like post mk9 mortal Kombat, where it's like you really set up you know sub-zero comes in and takes everything from scorpion and he basically burns in the pits of hell for 300 years getting angrier and angrier and then finally comes back and gets revenge but they yeah you really felt that this time that up in the movie yeah because they leave out quan chi man Oh no! I was um, gonna say like the year, like I think Raiden mentions that it's been four thousand years, and it's only oh, four. Yeah, he does say four thousand. Oh. I remember <laughs> thinking I was very tired and I misheard it. Yeah. But no, he definitely on yeah. the second viewing that dude said four thousand. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopsies! Whoopsies! <laughs> <laughs> so oh, no one caught that, which is hilarious. Right? Well, you think that? I mean, because right, the opening right credit says right there 1700s, and he's like, yeah, 4,000 years ago. Oh, so, damn. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe well, the uh, fighting, you know, the other dimensions have time differently than Earth does. Yeah, maybe. so it's an intentional choice. Yeah, right. Raiden's yeah, right. maybe he's, a he's god. 4,000 years for a god is 300 years for a person. Who knows? There you go. What's hell <laughs> we'll called? find out in the Nether sequel. Realm. <laughs> Nether Realm. Is it? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. So the name of their studios. But what, uh, how many like worlds are there? Because I like I personally only really know of like Earth, well, Outworld, and like you know Hell, Nether. Well, let's count them real quick. Let's see how many I can remember. So there's Earth Realm, Nether Realm, Outworld, Adenia, which is where Katana and like Jade are from. Mm-hmm. There's Chaos Realm, um, which is like where Havoc and Noob Saibot and a bunch of other guys are from. And then there's Order Realm, and so that's six, right? That we're mm-hmm. at. I think yeah. there there may there there may be one more, but that's all of them that I got right right off the off the top. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys remember Deception on the PS2? Yeah, that yes. game had a whole like story mode where you can go between all the realms. It was pretty cool, and you could like randomly run into characters that live in each one. Oh, yeah, it was really neat. 
Um, so they I never a, they, got too I think far you got it right, Nate. Six the realms. games. Yeah. They always just kicked my butt. So. Man, I am such a nerd. I remembered every realm. <laughs> but um, so for, you know, that, I mean, if they're going to do four more sequels, they have a massive well of characters and mythology to draw. On. Yeah. And that's actually one of the things that kind of pissed me off. Like seeing people react to the movie it was like a lot of people said, like, did you really expect the movie to have like a good storyline? It's like, well, not like. It, it doesn't have to be like Shakespearean theater, but yeah. I want I want them to at least accurately get the world from the games because the, yeah. the world from the games is kind of cheesy and kind of soap opera y, right? Um, and it's a little like last time on Mortal Kombat, you know. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> I think they get it in some ways, but in some ways they didn't in the new one, um, and definitely in the in the original one, I think they they nail it for the most part. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's weird that people say that because like Mortal Kombat has a really complicated storyline to it. Um, so it's not dumb at all. It's mm -hmm. just, it kind of gets thought of that way, which is weird. Yeah. I really think this was Mortal Kombat light just to get everybody pumped and ready to yeah. go to sell the sequels. And then maybe they'll get a bit more accuracy after this one. But this was a freaking cheerleader film. Did you guys think the new guy Cole was kind of weird? Like as a character, oh. did, did you did you not mind there being a completely new character to the world? Which which one was he? He's the, um, the UFC guy. Yeah, in the very very beginning, he's like the oh. main the main character that gets the body armor. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the body armor, I did not care for the body armor. However, I did love that it was Scorpion's lineage. That's I great. thought that was fantastic. Great, 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 great grandson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they got a fight together at the end, which is pretty fucking Yeah, sick. I really thought that was awesome. I, I felt good about that whole story and connecting it all together. Um, so you dug it. But yeah, I was, Kat and I were both very confused at the beginning. We were both like, is this or is this not Scorpion right now? You thought he was going to turn into Scorpion? Yeah, yeah, we just didn't know where we he was. We were going with this random person that we didn't know that clearly was like Scorpion, but mm -hmm. was not explicitly Scorpion. So, well, like, uh, the, so after, so the movie opens with like a, that cold open you guys had, where like you know you see Sub Zero fuck up Scorpion's life and murder him, mm -hmm. and then uh, Raiden shows up and takes the, takes the baby that lived. And, yep. Um, so I thought maybe it was the baby, but then we're like, "This clearly not." Three hundred. You're like, "Well, yeah. we're, we're yeah. apparently four thousand years later." Yeah. So who <laughs> yeah. the fuck knows? Probably not that baby. <laughs> um, but uh, so then after that, there's like a little title card thing that says basically the whole storyline of like there's a tournament once every hundred years. There's been yeah. nine. After this tenth one, we're fucked. And there's a prophecy that says that you know there's a group of warriors led by the blood of Hanzo Hisashi, and then it cuts mm -hmm. to Cole getting his knuckles wrapped. So I was just like, oh, yeah, he, he is the the new the the Hanzo Hisashi uh, heir, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I just didn't yeah. know where in the freaking lineage that had come from. Like, where? Uh, yeah, I didn't know if he was going to turn into Scorpion or, yeah, that. I didn't expect Hanzo to come back. <laughs> I think he does in the original script. I read someone say that they read like a leak of it and he just like in a scene was like, and turns into Scorpion yeah. and you're like, oh, okay. That's what it, yeah, that's I thought what he was just going like. to find a kunai and was going to yeah. become Scorpion. Yeah, I thought that's, that's what, literally what was going to happen. And then when he found his Arca Ar Arcana, Arcana, whatever, and he's mm -hmm. like, just gets his armor. I'm like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I, I, got, I was like, this is not Scorpion. No, yeah. what's I, happening? I thought it was kind of clever that... Um, 
his armor absorbed the impact of hits and then made right. him stronger. Yeah, that right, was cool. Because he was getting his ass beat. Beat all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that's like a clever play on that. Right. So I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. I got and, tired of people telling him to do an uppercut, though. I was yeah. like yelling at that lady to ask to F up. Like, like just let him fight on his own. God. I was confused at the beginning too. I was like, I thought that was his little, his his wife and his little sister, and then they're mm-hmm. like, oh, that that's his his daughter. His his like that's his daughter and that's his wife. And I was like, yeah, he, he looks really young for that to be his daughter because like I don't know how old she's supposed she's- to be. But teens, yeah. yeah. I mean, it is definitely possible that dude had a kid when he was very young and everything. But like, I was just a little confused at how they portrayed it. Yeah. So like, yeah. I was like, I don't know. Um, but it didn't take away from the story or anything. And um, mm-hmm. but I just honestly don't think yeah. his relationship with his family was frankly that interesting. No. Um, no so, they just they, that in there. Yeah, but they try to make it. It's like here's the strength bracelet, Dad, and then like the, the strength bracelets turn into the armor and stuff. And so like they try to like use that. And uh, but I think the the wife just is kind of there, and she doesn't yeah. really get a whole lot, lot to do except wrap his knuckles. And she's like, I don't and like tell him to uppercut. Yeah, <laughs> tell him to uppercut. It's like I I, I could which I isn't kinda... even his move. That's what made me angry. Was an, the uppercut is uh, was it? That's just. That's everyone's the move. The uppercut to me <laughs> is like a Everyone Street Fighter Ryu's move. Oh, you know? uh, yeah. No, that's uh, like the, um, that's not the Hadioken, but it's the other like thing. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, uppercut's been claimed. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Ryu. So, um, I believe it's Ryu. Ryu, excuse me. Ryu? Excuse me. Okay, I that's, that's, that's what I, I always Ryu. called him Ryu, but I think let me, it's let me, I did Ryu. too. Let me go discover my arcana and I'll come Whatever back. Whatever we called it is probably wrong. Yeah, yeah no probably. Shit. Well, the same probably. thing in this movie, dude. Like, there's the guy Riku, and everyone's like, I'm gonna go fight. I'm gonna go fight Raiku. Uh, Raiku or Reiku. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't even give a fuck at this point, dude, because, like, whatever. Get yeah. out of here. Because, yeah. like, at a point, it's like, <laughs> if that's what you're getting hung up on, you're, it's just like, that's like comic book nerd from the Simpsons stuff. Right. I mm-hmm. get that, but it's, it's okay. Um, but it's, I, I could kind of care less for that dude's whole backstory and everything, but I liked how they incorporated Scorpion into, into all that. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, that fight at the end when they both got to whoop Sub Zero together was, oh man, awesome. I felt that. That was good. The actor, his name's, I think, Joe Taslam that plays Sub-Zero. Dude, he's... that's the mm. best fucking part about this whole movie. Well, maybe not one of the things that I love is because, well, yeah, Kano is awesome, <laughs> but I love that everybody, all the other actors were, were were scared to fight him because they're like, uh, they all watched the raid before this. They're like, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Well, even in the movie when <laughs> they just uh, see the ice, they're like, nope. <laughs> so like after Cole gets his ass beat for the first time, Jax is there and he's watching and he comes up and he has this whole conversation where he's like, what's that dragon marking? And he's yeah. basically trying to get a feel of if he is in, mm-hmm. indeed one of the, the chosen ones. Right. So, um, Cole's out with his family and Sub-Zero shows up and, and, and uh, crashes the party and he tries to kill his family and Jax pulls up, they jump in, drive away and he basically tells him, this guy's going to kill you and your family unless you meet up with Sonia in Gary, Indiana for some reason. Yeah. And, um, yeah. <laughs> and well, they were guys... in Chicago though, weren't they? Oh, yeah, that's true. Because Mortal yeah, Kombat yeah. Is, is made in Chicago. Yeah, so you so know, they were, love yeah, that. We started oh, Chicago. how did we miss um, that? Oh, you guys, when you watched it? 
when well when I, he said yeah when, when he and said I should that, have been an extra in it dang oh the, no they shot it in australia but yeah, they, they um, in australia, unfortunately but. Uh, but the guy that plays jacks yeah he goes up to cole and he's like oh you fought eddie tobias and tobias is one of the guys that made ed boone and yeah ed, ed boone and john tobias and their names backwards are noob cybot so um, what yeah there yeah. you go man Comet is full of so many little easter eggs like that oh my god or air mac is, uh, <laughs> is is an abbreviation of uh air macro which is a message that shows up when you turn on an arcade machine so oh, there's nice. yeah like just the little little nuggets like that and, uh, and for any of you who live in chicago go stop at uh well actually i was just there and they didn't have the game running but they have a mortal Kombat arcade machine that's signed by ed boone oh, hell yeah. oh shit yeah. Uh, I'm also going to give a cat? shout out. That was Logan Arcade. Uh, okay. Oh, nice. I'm also going to give a shout out because I'm down in Fullerton, California right now. I uh, went down to a local barber shop over here called Scallywag Barbers, and they also had an MK arcade machine nice. that you could go play on. And uh, they also did great haircuts. So check them out if you're there. You nice. I always wanted yeah. to get. <laughs> an mk arcade machine in my house like to me that would I, be like, I was thinking of you nate when i was sitting down there staring at it i was like yeah, oh man. i need him here and and uh the the fine folks at arcade one up made my dream come true they made the uh three-quarter scale arcade cabinet that has mk one two and three on it and i think it's yep. like 300 bucks i picked one up and it's just ch uh, chilling in my living room so it's yep. it's not quite the same as the original arcade machines but those things are like thousands of dollars on ebay yeah. now oh yeah i gotta it's come crazy. play you so you can kick my butt yeah there you go i'll teach you yeah i'll teach you some stuff i'm uh i remember last time we <laughs> went out uh for your uh bachelor party i think we were playing yeah and, uh, i kept and you everybody. just she yep <laughs> well yeah someone there was getting mad at me <laughs> and i was like don't mess with melina it's that it's that uh Ooh, that roll melina. ball attack yeah. oh yeah you were doing melina and melina is kind of one of those characters yeah, people get pissed. And then Liu Kang with the sweep kick, which they they make a joke about in the new movie when Kano's like, do you know any other moves? Yeah. yeah, It's pretty hilarious. I beat you with, uh, I think I beat you once with Scorpion, though. Oh, Maybe. Yeah. Scorpion's or I got fast, too, though. I got you to the danger zone. I think you beat me a couple times. Yeah. For sure. But people... Uh, I don't know about a couple. Let's, you know, <laughs> okay. I'm not going to give you okay. that much credit. <laughs> all right, all right. But, I mean, and, and that's what's funny is that like everyone's like you're so good but when i used to play uh my my twin brother ethan online he would whip my ass and he yeah. would be he'd be like dude go practice and come back when you're better <laughs> oh, like, he, he, yeah, he'd get so mad at me that i wasn't as good as him and then now everyone's like dude you're really good i'm like yeah i practiced i needed to <laughs> <laughs> and that's really what it is like <clears throat> those games people get intimidated because they get their ass kicked online and it's like just go into practice mode and start working on chains. Mm -hmm. and, learn, yeah, learn the and, moves, man. Yeah, learn. Yeah. People always say, get good. And it's like, it's true, man. You just got to grind. Yeah. Pick one character and yeah. buckle down. And relentlessly yep. learn their moves buckle until it's muscle down. memory. Yeah. Yep. And then, like, so for, like, right now, <laughs> I, I in MK11, I play a lot of, like, Sindel. Like, she's my favorite. And, um, like, I know all her moves. So whenever I play people, it's like, I kind of feel like I'm cheating a little bit. So I try to mix <laughs> it up. Right. Um, play, play someone that you might not know as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was I was thinking something you'd mentioned earlier about Sub Zero. We were talking in the new movie. I really appreciated how Sub Zero's ice attacks were like blunt force trauma attacks. Like it wasn't these blades of ice just destroying everything, but like mm. 
normal people were getting hit by what reasonable moisture you could imagine him sucking out of the air. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I felt that was really realistic and uh, I, I appreciated that little detail. I've always wanted to see him freeze <clears throat> the air, the moist air in your diaphragm and then punch Ooh. you in the diaphragm and shatter it. <laughs> they they, they, haven't, they cool. haven't gotten around to that, but maybe now that I've said it out loud, someone will steal they, it. They leave your throat intact, but just your your exactly. vocal cords are gone. Which is what's so fun about the games is that the, like those x-ray moves that would obviously oh, kill you, and yeah. then the people get right back up and fight <laughs> again. So, I mean, and that's something too, is like death means nothing in Mortal Kombat. Like people die and get brought back as revenants. And, you know, it's... um that's actually where I learned the word revenant. It wasn't the Leo DiCaprio movie. It was mortal Kombat. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's kind of weird. Like the, the new movie acknowledges that cause like sub zero dies, Kano dies. I mean, Scorpion dies, but he comes back. Um, Kung Lao gets his soul sucked oh, and, yeah, uh, right. which is pretty oh, gnarly. Yeah. And, um, that's, uh, and Shang Tsung at the end of the movie says like death is just a doorway into another realm or whatever. So it's like mm-hmm. basically saying, don't worry. Yep. All of these people will, will be back in the sequel. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. <clears throat> But like I, for me, I like the the structure of the original movie just because it's like mm-hmm. set up, and then a bunch of fight scenes for forty minutes, and then the final couple fight scenes, and then it's the end of the movie. And like I think they do a good job of closing out uh, everyone's arc. Like Liu Kang kind of owns up to who he is, and he is able to kind of say goodbye to his brother, who he feels bad about, you know, leaving, and he his brother died trying to fight Shang Tsung. And um, so I like that whole scene where his brother's like, you know, it's cool, man. Quit fucking hanging, you know, hanging yourself up about yeah. it. Yeah. I, I like seeing Sonya learn to trust people and Johnny Cage learn to quit being a douchebag a little, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, but I, I think it's kind of shitty that they have that whole Princess Leia moment where they have to change Sonya into a new a dress that's all skimpy yeah. and stuff. Like that's <laughs> it's, it's pretty sexist, and it's just something that like I don't even think they were like thinking about when they made the movie. But like yeah, I watched just it again, what you like, did back then. And, and Shang Tsung is so creepy. Like every time he talks to Sonya, he's like Sonya, to my delight. Oh yeah, I challenge yeah. you personally. You're like what the yeah. fuck, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't play into that at all in the new movie. Like, and Kano's the same way in the original movie, and like he's he's a little creepy in the in the new one. Like he asks her, yeah, if she's but a, every she's time he natural. does it, he gets his ass whooped for it. So. Yeah, like when when she when, when he asks if she's a real blonde or whatever, and she knocks his teeth out of his fucking head. Yeah, yeah, like that kind of stuff. I was like, there you go. That's kind of them yeah, commenting she on. Put up with it, and I love it. Yeah, if if he says stupid stuff, she's gonna punch him in the mouth. Yeah. I gotta say Kat loved that part too. She yeah. she really loved Sonya. Dude. I yeah. thought her character was hilarious just because like mm-hmm. through half the movie or so she wasn't even a part of this tournament. Yet they were bringing her along to everything. They're like, ah, oh, come on. Come on, yeah. let's go. <laughs> it's like you don't have the mark yet. Like, I mean, obviously she she gets it, but she gets it. Yeah. But it was just so funny. I mean, I know I think Kung Lao did say, or I think I think it was Kung Lao who was like, You can't come in. Like Oh yeah. Yeah. And she yeah. feels bad. Like right. she's like, Man, I wish I could fucking you go. You can't in there. come into the temple. Mm. Yeah, I like how she's able to kill Kano. It's kind of funny that he dies in both movies. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we've got to assume that Kano comes back in a sequel with cyborg eyeballs, right? I would assume that's what, so. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was a little thrown by him having a normal eyeball with laser beams coming out of it. 
I didn't expect him to just start shooting lasers out of his freaking eyeballs. Which is hilarious. Because <laughs> they, they, um, they, it's like basically to, to awaken your, your arcana, it has to come from, you know, deep within your soul. And it right. has to be something really personal. And for Kano, it's people calling him a fucking failure. Yeah. Yeah. Saying he's a fat loser. Stuff, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Even if he is. Yeah, he kind of is. No, Kano, I'm just kidding. <laughs> did, did, you, did you guys uh, think Cabal was cool? I thought he was cool, but I thought he, like, he was too much. Like, I Okay, feel- remind me who Cabal is. The one with the Darth Vader mask, and he kind of has, like, a, a like an Italian mobster voice in the movie. Oh, gosh, I don't even remember him now. Yeah, he, he's the guy that goes up and convinces Kano to... To betray everyone, like he's oh, like, yeah, he was like, right, 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 in cahoots with Kano back in the day or something like yeah. that. Yeah, same, same team or whatever the whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I did think that was an interesting scene watching him flip Kano. Uh, yeah, I thought yeah. it was a cool scene, but I thought his voice was weird. Yeah, he sounded totally just like someone out of Goodfellas. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm just used to how he sounds in the game. He just sounds like a normal dude with a distorted voice, but he, like. Yeah, I mean, like, they definitely made some choices before they took some of the characters in the new movie. Like, uh, do you guys remember uh, Nitara? She's, like, the vampire lady with, like, the bat wings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she's in, uh, I think she she came in, the first one she's in is Deadly Alliance. And she's, like, kind of a deep cut character. So it's it's interesting that they bring her in. And also with Rico, because he's from, like, Mortal Kombat 4. So I, I felt like that whole posse of, like, bad guys, they're basically what they were like is, like, if we bring one character from every Mortal Kombat sequel, that will mm-hmm. get us good credit with the fans. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. we're going to have... Rico from four, Nitara from five. Uh, you know, we're gonna bring in Cabal from three, and then Melina. And even though, like, Melina, they don't even really describe who she is, like, she's supposed mm-hmm. to be a, cl- a clone of Katana, and Katana's not even in the movie, but perhaps we will yeah. see more, more of her down the line. Yeah, I definitely had to pull out uh, the good old Google and was like, what game are they pulling from now with characters? Uh, we, yeah, yeah, because they really were pulling all over the place yeah i think they uh, i yeah. think the original script they had rain in it as well but they cut him they should have had other more i would argue like characters that are a little bigger in the roster yes and I with agree. with reptile in the new movie i wish he wasn't a cgi lizard creature thing like, I, yeah, I wish and he, he was short-lived yeah oh, poor lizard I, I wish he would have been more like just like a ninja like uh, yeah. or something like that so who so in the you know, original games, who, what character was like everybody's favorite? I think I know what Nate's is, but <laughs> Nate's oh. is easy. <laughs> I've always been a Scorpion guy. I will yeah? start with okay. Scorpion every time. All right. Oh, you can. Yeah. I was, uh, I was always between Sub Zero and Reptile. Mm. I really liked Reptile, actually. Reptile is pretty awesome. And I like how he became more and more of an actual reptile as the games went on. Because <laughs> yeah, <he did. laughs> originally he was like, he's a secret character in MK2, I think. Or no, one. And he pops up at the bottom of the pit in one, I think. And he's really fucking hard. And mm. um, he's he's just a green palette swap of an, of, of, yeah, of Sub-Zero, Sub-Zero and Scorpion and stuff. Yeah. And then he, I think he's a full-on character in two and everything like that. But then he actually he could take off his mask and there's a lizard under there. Yeah, and right. By by four, he is 
just straight up half human, half lizard. And then by deadly Alliance, he's like a dinosaur. So it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think he, yeah, he's like slowly he, becoming. He evolves a little bit. So there you go. That's why he looks the way he does in the new movie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think my brother always played sub zero and I always played scorpion. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Scorpion was how that played out. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I, I go back and forth, but scorpion is like, you know, he's the he's the mascot essentially. I mean, him and him and Sub Zero at this point. But um, like the uh, the guy Ed Boon has said that like they learned if they don't put Mortal Kombat or uh, if they don't put Scorpion in a Mortal Kombat game, people get pissed. Oh yeah, like yeah. <laughs> he he wasn't in the original version of three, and then like within the same year they put out Ultimate Mortal Kombat three, which now has oh, right. Scorpion and now has like Smoke and Katana and a bunch of other characters and stuff. Oh, so, smoke's fun. Yeah, Smoke's pretty cool. Dude, I just so, like every time I watch any of these movies, I just want to see some Shao Kahn. Like, oh yeah, Dude, and like, they, and they barely mention him in either one. Yeah, like in the original, like his face pops up at the very end of the original, right? And like, he, he goes, he's like, no, your <laughs> souls are mine. And then like uh, Christopher Lambert goes, I don't think so. And that's how the movie ends with Mortal Kombat. Yeah, so, yeah, and but then so, like, and they're brothers, right? Uh, in the sequel, they make them brothers, but I don't think they are in the games. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think so. I think I think Shao Kahn is is like a half dragon creature that has become a conqueror over time, and the term Khan is basically Outworld's term for king. So in or ruler, whatever it, it could be, uh-huh. any gender. So um, after Shao Kahn dies, Kotal Khan is the new ruler, and he look, is like this Aztec. Yeah, I remember that. Looking guy. Guy. I remember that guy. And then after uh, he gets his back broken, Bane style, by Shao <laughs> Kahn in MK11, uh, there's a time rift where it's like Back to the Future, where basically um, the characters who have died from the past come back to the present and it kind of collides. And um, so Katana becomes the Khan. So her name is Katana Khan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It says uh, Khan and Raiden were portray- pr- portrayed as brothers with Shinnok as their father. Which is not, yes, yeah, horse shit. Uh, <laughs> Though neither yeah. of them shared any relation in the games. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if anything, like Raiden is just a god, right? He's just a yeah. deity and he is fucking wrong all the time. Like he is super inept. He is wrong as many times as he's right in the games. Like in MK9, uh, basically at the end of eight, he's about to die. He's about, he's about to get his skull crushed in by Shao Kahn. So he sends a message to himself in the past saying he must not win, which is like, it's that total pronoun game thing where it's like, who's he motherfucker. Tell yourself who you're talking about. (laughs) So the whole game, he's trying to figure out who he was and then he fails and like people die that shouldn't have died. And it changes the the future in like a really bad way and stuff. So like Raiden's kind of a fuck up, (laughs) which is really interesting. And, um, the elder gods are basically, you know, they're supposed to enforce all the rules and shit, but they don't because, um, in the games, once once uh, Earthrealm wins that that tenth tournament, Shao Kahn gets pissed and decides, "Well, fuck it, I'm going to invade anyway." So it's like, well, the rules uh-huh. don't. It's like whose line is anyway? The rules right. don't matter at all. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Hmm. Interesting. We're going on deep yeah. dives, guys. But, I, but anyway, I just want to see fucking Shao Kahn fucking yeah, me too, fuck man. shit up, man. And he is his wife Sindel. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, they yeah, okay, they yeah. they so could have put one more big ass fight at the end of this new movie though. with another big ass character. Like I feel like yeah. R- R- Rico, uh, Nitara are are kind of like 
like deep cut characters. Like a lot of people were like, like, like Connor, like had to Google who they were. Yeah. Um, like who the dude, they could have gotten anyone else that people would have recognized in their place or actually had reptile be one of those guys or something, you know, I don't know. But we all would have sat through another 20 minutes of the movie without complaint, you know, like nobody is complaining that this movie was too long. And like do the movies two hours. So like the, why give us another 10 seconds where yeah shang was Sung it even a, two hours long barely like an hour like 50 an hour 45 yeah. something yeah. yeah but like you know like one of my gripes is that we don't find out really who melina is when well, the first time you meet her have a line where shang Sung goes ah melina yeah <laughs> my my finest creation a clone using katana and the dna from baraka and i would have been like and then oh, you don't sweet. see either of those two Oh, yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah, dude, oh my god, what if what if yeah, Rico yeah, would have been Baraka? Right. And then, you know, like what that's all I'm saying. Just use characters people are a little more familiar with and then Or even just glimpses of them, you know, you still could have shown their face. Yeah. But that's yeah. kind of like just a super nerd complaint. Yeah. Um, but I'm not the only one. I've seen a bunch of people complain about that. Yeah. But like, but all in all, I think the movie was a lot of fun. You know, they did they did a good job of of capturing the spirit of the games and everything like that mm-hmm. but if you want to see the 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 best version of a mortal Kombat movie there it's on hbo yep. Max. It, it's called uh mortal Kombat scorpion's revenge and it's like an animated uh two hour long Ooh. movie that they that they, they did like, like last year right yeah and it's fantastic what? It is fantastic. Okay, that's it's, what we're watching tonight. What is it, Scorpion's yeah. Revenge? Yeah, it's it's called like Mortal Kombat Legends, I think. Oh, Scorpion, Scorpion's Revenge, and it's yeah. it's two. It, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like two hours long, and it's basically they, they actually have the tournament in this one. And um, they, Kat, they write something down for me. <laughs> Just kidding, she's not here. <laughs> they, they, um, they got. Uh, jo- Do you guys remember that show, The Soup, on E? Uh, I know of it, yeah. They they got the host Joel McHale to, oh, to yeah. do yeah, the yeah. voice of Johnny Cage and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it. I think that's the best like faithful adaptation they've done so far. But if I had to pick an original movie or which of the movie versions is better, I'm going with '95 one all day. Yeah, because this one and we were talking about this earlier. They're I feel like they're taking the Avengers route. They're opening up that multiverse and they're gonna just. God knows how many sequels we're going to be seeing after this. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, like, even... They could be 12. Yeah. Musically, the soundtrack on this one, which was composed by uh, same dude that did the It soundtrack. So I'm a huge fan of this guy. Oh, but, yeah. but the, the soundtrack sounded like a superhero movie. Yep. And yeah. so it's like when, when yeah. people got their powers, it's like, <laughs> and it's like, it just felt like that kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas, I, I said that at the beginning when we were watching, I said the same thing to Kat. I was like, that didn't sound like the, the Mortal theme Kombat. song. Yeah. yeah. No, like, that the, was a little off. The original music for or like, yeah, the original movie is like techno syndrome. It's like four yeah. notes. It's like, yeah, like they, they, I've, but I think that just is kind of par for the course. Like that's music yeah. in in like twenty twenty one blockbusters. You know, every everything has to feel like this huge epic kind of like adventure movie. Yeah, which it, it, it's fine. It's 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 definitely a version of it. I'm sure there's going to be kids that grow up. Well, maybe if their parents let them watch this shit, that that uh, <laughs> that grow up with this version of the movie the same way you know yeah, that like we did. Yeah, with the original one. Like when I see people talk about like they grew up with Rob Zombie's Halloween, and I'm like, that's crazy. But I mean, okay. Oh, dude! Speaking of Halloween, I watched uh, one of the Chucky movies while I was getting my hair cut at Scallywag the other day. <laughs> Which they one? They had that up on the TV. 
Uh, I don't know which one it was. It was uh, at the end. Um, they're up on top of this mountain thing, and the kids are all in like army uniforms. And like one oh, point, he switches the <laughs> three. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I don't think I'd ever seen the ending of that one before, but that's that's what we were watching. And then we switched it to fun with Dick and Jane. Ah. <laughs> That's a, that's a fun haircut. <laughs> good, good double feature. That's the one where yeah, Chucky gets man. blown up at the end and they have to sew them together. Yeah. And Bride of Chucky. It was good. So, so yeah, man. I, I'm, I'm glad they made this new movie. I'm excited to see what they do with sequels and stuff. I hope they go a little less Avengers and they go a little yeah. more, I don't know, like even like Deadpool or something. Like I, I, I heard him saying. Oh, that's uh, a good direction. I, can, I heard them I say that, that that they pitched Ryan Reynolds the idea of him being Johnny Cage, which would be oh god, whoa, <laughs> that'd be hilarious. But something like that, where it's like it has a, it has a real sense of humor to it, but Deadpool kind of like gets like serious sometimes, you know, and like the movie kind of like gets a little dramatic at points, like that sort of thing. Where like, yeah, yeah like this movie, like it, I feel like they just we're trying to jam so much stuff in there especially at the end like i don't know if you guys remember there's the part when like they all split up to fight everyone and i felt like that that whole sequence was kind of like a mess like, yeah ed- editing wise because it's like five fights intercut staggered together and it, right. it was kind of like this weird mishmash thing and yeah and i would have happily watched each one of those fights like as a 10 minute form. fight each Long form, yep, yeah, without just, switching back and forth. Yeah, like when like when Jack shows up at the pit and stuff, like they like cross the line, I think, a couple times editing wise. And there's like weird shit where like spatially stuff didn't make sense. And it was just like they're just trying to rush you through this scene and it's like yeah. man, give us a fucking a Snyder. Let cut. us let us right. taste it for a little bit, please, yeah, before you give yeah. us dessert. And the yeah, like the fight was at the pit too. Have like there be a moment where someone almost staggers and falls off the pit, and we have a shot over the edge, and like there's just like little things they didn't do because they're just like yeah. it's like when you go to the buffet and you and you put too much shit on your plate. That's kind of what it felt yeah. like. Yeah. Well, I I really hope these sequels that they're obviously going to pump out just kind of pump the brakes a little bit and like mm-hmm. really really dial in on the lore like that you were talking about earlier mm-hmm. and really dig into those fight scenes because that's what it's all about yeah, yeah. that's that's, ex- that's all yeah. it's yep. about it's all, it's yeah gotta be and that, i and- mean i i do really love what they did with the scorpion sub-zero and you know lineage thing but mm-hmm. the fight's what it's for yep yeah right. and that in that respect i think they they nailed it uh for the yeah. most part the fights are pretty damn cool and they're mostly they're cool pra- they're practical you know you could tell they're really doing like wire work and they said that uh joe taslam sub-zero he was so fast they had to ask him to slow down for yeah, the camera too fast for the camera which Whoa. is like that guy's him insane. him and bruce lee are like the two only people that yeah I, that you yep. can think of that you know um, wow I, I know they said that a lot when they promoted this movie they're like he was so fast we had to slow him down um but yeah, that's that's badass, you know, and it makes you want to mm-hmm. want to go back and and watch a bunch of martial arts movies. Yeah, it makes me want to go to like Logan Arcade Bar and yeah, like go totally. jam on an arcade. I yeah. definitely fired up some Mortal Kombat after I watched it. Well, the next day, I, I um, I'm such a nerd. I set my alarm to 2 a.m. to to watch <laughs> it as soon as it launched on HBO, and I was like half awake, and I like. You know, was just sitting there like, okay, let's go. <laughs> so I think I, I enjoyed it more the second time because I was actually like functioning. But you know, yeah. 
makes sense. Yeah, it was fun. It was cool to to have that. It, was, it felt like being a kid on Christmas or something. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, so what do you guys give MK95 and what do you give MK2021 oh, out man, of 10? We have to rate both of them. <laughs> yeah, we got to rate both of them. Double rating, which is funny because this episode's only going to be like an hour and change, but it's yeah, we got you got two movies crammed in here. So yeah, right. you, get some, you get some bang for your buck out there, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, MK original, I mean, five bloody spines out of five. Cool. And for for 2021? I got to think about the new one. Let's let's, uh, see what everybody else has got in the original. I got to think about the new one. Okay. You good, Kev? Yeah. yeah. Uh, The Mm. original is just ridiculous. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, and these scores are going to kind of coincide with each other but but I uh I'm going to rate uh the, the 95 Mortal Kombat I'm going to give it a I'm going to give it a 7.2 Goro nut punches Johnny <laughs> Cage ouch nice cuz <laughs> it's just the most ridiculous scene in the movie yeah, those are five hundred dollars sunglasses, asshole. <laughs> How about you, Nate? Ninety-five. I give that uh, eight bloody severed spines out of ten. Like it's, oh. it's a classic, man. Nostalgia, everything, all taken into account. It's so much fun. I watch it all the time. Like at least a couple times a year (laughs) it's so much fun or i'll put it on while i'm like cleaning the house or something it's just kind of like my comfort food movie and it has been since i was a kid okay so i I realized the scales out of 10 so i guess i need to amend my my (laughs) bloody spines to nine bloody spines out of 10 for 95 yeah i mean you can just watch that one anytime yeah yeah uh fun for the family the new one no. Oh man. Not not so much. Yeah, the new one. Uh, you know, this kind of takes me back to the the Resident Evil thing. Is I don't feel like the new one has that replayability value. Uh, that, that. Uh, you know, like I don't feel like I'm going to like I'm clearly going to pick up the '95 version again. So I'm going to give this uh, new Mortal Kombat. Um, four original Mortal Kombat's out of ten. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Is that harsh? I don't no, know. not as I didn't, didn't hear you. Yeah, I think four. Okay. Yeah. Man. <laughs> it has its moments, but I'd not pick the, the original any time. Not great. Yeah, I, I went into the movie knowing that it was not going to be great. <laughs> you, said, you said that to me like a year ago. Yeah, I like did. Over, yeah, when, when I was like, how do you think it's going to be? You're like, it's going to be okay. It's, it's, and I knew it. I, it's like, I honestly don't know if Mortal Kombat does well as a movie. Yeah. You know, I, I, I and I would, ha- I'll, I'll have to go back and watch the anime. Maybe it's better as an animated series. So I'll have to watch yeah. that Scorpion, um, Scorpion's Revenge movie. Mm-hmm. But like I don't know, it's just like these have been video games for so long, and they just do such a good job with the video games. It's like the movie for me. While the fight scenes were pretty cool and the fatalities were awesome, 
Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it just doesn't. I don't know. Like I said, I went into it knowing it was gonna be kind of crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm giving it 5.2 Goro nut punches, and it should get zero because it didn't have <laughs> one. But yeah, there was no Goro. There's one yeah, nut punch. Poor Goro. There's man. one nut There's, punch. There is one. Right. There is. Scorpion punches sub zero on the nuts. <laughs> yeah. Which is actually a pretty cool moment because like the the music stops for a second when he does <laughs> yep. it. But, like, right. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't by Johnny Cage. No, okay. it was not. Yeah. I mean, that's his like signature move. Man. Classic, dude. My yeah. son knows how to do that on the <laughs> on, on the arcade machine. <laughs> he knows how to hit down, low punch, and block at the same time. And if, <laughs> and if it doesn't work, he's like, "How? What? What?" <laughs> so yeah, come on. They could have honored the nut punch. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So man, five. Okay. So for me, I read a review for this movie that said. MK 2021 is a victory, but it's not fucking flawless. <laughs> and I, I totally agree with that. I yeah. think that I give this movie like a six out of 10, mm-hmm. but the reason why being that, like, I think that they nail the general feeling of the games. I feel like they really are riffing on, like I said, a post MK nine world, like, which is basically that's, those are the games that nether that they've made as nether realm moving forward. Like all those games, that's when they, they got like a really good writing staff. So not, not to discredit the writer of this um, movie at all, but I, I think they would have done much better to just hire the writers from nether realm and mm-hmm. like, just yeah. write us a movie because you yeah. guys clearly, yeah, have the, you already the, know the lore and they do such a good job in those games of honoring right. the past but looking to the future mm-hmm. and I, I think that the best example of that is like mortal kombat x where it brings in like you know this whole next generation of people and it, it like brings them in really really well and they all fit really well so i think like it tries to do a lot of these things the fights are cool but i could give a fucking shit about any of the the real character portrayals in the in the movie they they kind of gloss over a bunch of fan favorite characters which sucks and like it just felt like um, like i said like they're cramming too much into one package so mm-hmm. i hope they learn from that in the future and mm-hmm. I, I hope they give us a fucking goro nut punch or i guess it'll be a yeah. it'll be a kintaro nut yeah, punch kintaro, right oh god because yeah. goro's dead already yeah unless, that unless they quick. bring him back yeah but that they, was they, just too quick. Come yeah, on, they, they kinda, is a freaking boss. You can't just off him in five minutes. He's he's a legacy character, and he got yeah. killed in a garage. Seriously, by a new guy. Yeah, which is kind of weird. Like, yeah, it was, like, it was so, sad. So yeah, uh, yeah. I wonder if we get an X-ray mode in the next movies. Oh, like a fatal blow. Ooh, that yeah. Would be if, cool. if we get that X-ray vision, yeah, and like. I just yeah like I I hope that they are do they do a better job of just like fitting in just little lines man it's one sentence of someone being like oh this is so and so they belong in from this realm and here's why they're here thank you yeah <laughs> right. you know, and now it makes sense to everyone yep don't make me look through the character lists on Google to yeah. figure out just like hardcore like nerds like me don't need to but for everyone at home that's gonna be a lot of phones in the theater yeah right yep. <laughs> fuck is this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Dude, it's Goro. It. Sit the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> if you made it this far, thank you. Don't forget that you can check out all of our films at intothevoidfilms.net. Give us a like, comment, share us with your favorite people. Thank you all. This has been Those Who Remain. Those Who Remain.